to Remember Twilight, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Twilight Saga. On Remember Twilight, we talk about all things openly. Mental health, relationships, sex, religion, fashion. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can, so if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we are not spoiler-free. At the base of the stairs is an exit to the outside. The door is flanked by a floor-to-ceiling pane of glass. There is no one near the exit on the outside. Alice dials her phone. Sound the horn for three seconds. An obnoxious, loud klaxon rises from the parking lot, covering the sound of the heavy traffic on the freeway. A different freeway, one we did not all but shut down. Alice hurls herself down the stairs, curling like a bowling ball. She smashes through the dead center of the tall window. The glass lands on the sidewalk and gravel, some of it flying all the way to the pavement of the parking lot. It creates a pattern like a sunburst, glintering in the white shine from above. Alice retreats to the shadow of the door and, one by one, rips the blood bags open using the broken glass fragments in the window frame, leaving blood on the edges. She flings the contents of one bag so it sprays out in a fan like the glass. The next two she pours onto the edge of the sidewalk, letting it pool up and soak into the concrete and run onto the pavement. The horn goes silent. Alice dials again. Pick me up. Everybody. Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Marin. My name is Emily. And we are Remember, Remember Twilight. Twilight. And uh, this week on Remember Twilight, we're talking about Midnight Sun, Chapter 27. Chores. Chores. We got some chores to take care There's of. Things that need to happen, and mm-hmm. our mom's going to be real mad if they don't, you know? Uh, think of the punishment mm-hmm. if we don't do all these things. Not much. I don't know. Like, I did think about, like, okay, so if they did not do all this stuff to cover up, like, what happened, they still could have gotten away with this. Mm-hmm. Basically, when you are a vampire, it doesn't really matter what you do. But 
they uh, one of the reasons that this is like kind of really imperative that it happens is so that the chief doesn't like begin an investigation involving the FBI because this is like she went to a different state so now it's like a federal thing mm-hmm. where she he could be like she got kidnapped and then she got almost killed by the Collins blah 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 I mean the chief is never gonna like overstep anything that Carlisle tells him mm-hmm. happened but mm-hmm. still yeah there has it's to for, be some explanation for dad yeah it's for Charlie and it's so that they don't literally have to like relocate Bella and Charlie Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. to make sure nothing gets back to them because like for the Collins it's like okay so it's just like another unsolved weird thing that happened Mm -hmm. like that doesn't have really any end to it yeah but here's the thing I know about humans we forget things real quick Mm -hmm. like big terrible awful things and then we just move on it's like is it a coping mechanism or is it just like human nature to just be like okay, well, there's nothing I can do about this thing that I don't know anything about, so I'm just, I have to live my dumb life no matter yeah. what. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Plus, we're, we live in a time where it's like whatever's in front of us is what we're thinking about, and oh, people put specific yeah. things in front of us for us to think about, you know? Oh my gosh. Yes, I know. Yes. So, uh, last week, we were with Edward in his soaking Bella blood pants. He really did a good job. I'm super, super proud of him for not killing Bella. He sucked the blood out and then he stopped. He totally stopped. And you know what? When I read Twilight and when I saw the movie of Twilight, I imagined that this was a much more of a difficult thing for him to do. And it does portray it in this book as being difficult. But for him, it it, it really feels like... The second that he decided, oh, right, right, right. Alice is right. It's the blood is clean. I can taste morphine. We're done. He was done. And he was like, cool, I'm done. I did it. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you're fine, sweetheart. You're okay. I love you. Let's go. Like he was the strongest he's ever been. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like I have a lot of confusion. I haven't finished the book yet. So I don't really know what, what and why. But I feel like he needs to just recognize how amazing he is and how he did the right thing he did the good thing and he doesn't have to leave yeah he's constantly underestimating himself and he won't let himself like trust Mm. that his instincts are good he did so good Mm -hmm. he didn't even question it Mm -hmm. like sure it was it was a little bit hard but it just seemed so natural for him to be like okay I'm mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. Like, so I don't know. I'm I'm nervous to get, like, this chapter is easy breezy. I'm nervous to get past it because then it's like, why does he make the decision that he makes? Like, I'm really scared. Yep. But first, we get to live in Alice Land. I know. Everybody knows I love Alice Land. Uh-huh. I mean, Alice is a god. Right? So... So let's see how she works her magic, shall let's we? Let's do it. Last we knew, they were taking Bella out of the building. And so now we are in the car. So Alice is, like, trying to figure out how she's going to put together the whole day so that it makes sense to anybody who looks at it. 
And so she's like, Carlisle, do we have time to do this thing? And Carl's like, no, we have to get Bella blood <laughs> right now. So Elsa's like, okay, fine. So they're on their way to the hospital. And we have Carlisle on one side of the back seat, Edward in the middle, and Emmett on the other end. And Carlisle has Bella's head in his lap. And he's keeping her fi- his fingers on all the places Bella needs a finger kept upon. Bella is stretched out across them and her leg is sitting in Emmett's lap and Emmett is not breathing. He is staring at the window and he's trying to not think about all of the crusty blood on Bella. <laughs> okay, but here's here's what like really got like pierced into my heart this morning while I was reading this. I read the I read the chapter before this and then I went right into this. I didn't take a break. I just went from last page of that last chapter to first page of this chapter and out of all that stuff that happened out of all the pain that Edward was feeling and Bella and Alice being freaked out and Carlisle being like crap what are we going to do this moment right here where Edward says he's talking about Emmett and he goes he stared out the window trying not to think about the blood drying all over Bella Carlisle and me trying not to think about what I had just done the impossibility of it, the strength he knew he didn't have. And for some reason, that made me sadder than anything else that had just happened. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, this sweet angel of a man, that's, he's just like totally trying not to be like, how come I couldn't have done that? I couldn't have done that. I'm like strong. I can do anything. I would not have been able to do that. It just made me really sad. It just made me love Emmett so much more than I already did, which was a lot. You know, if Emmett and Bella had an afternoon in the meadow and Emmett did a boob lay, though, I think he could get to this point. I think he really does care Mm -hmm. enough about Bella that he could get there. He just hasn't put in the like mental work that Emmett has. You know what? You're totally right. right And he doesn't see that. Like Mm -hmm. he just sees like, oh crap, I totally, I totally have killed people Mm -hmm. because they just smelled good so he feels bad he's like but he could have he totally could have definitely you're right you're right because he's a sweetie he is so instead he's remembering this this (laughs) fight he's so mad listen to this you guys (laughs) could you believe there he was edward had just punted the james football right into his arms and he was not gonna let go james was thrashing and squirming edward had the tightest grip on that vampire he could have killed him oh single he was just about to when freaking yeehaw jasper walks in the back door can you imagine do you think he put on some boots for this yes and he walked in with his thumbs in his pockets and he stood and he there for a sec and he was like yeehaw motherfuckers <laughs> and Emmett yes. was like shit mm-hmm. god that's all like i just wanted to fine fine jasper come on here probably just like handed him james i guess you can have this now it doesn't even move <laughs> i know because guess james. what jasper did <laughs> he walked into that room and he looked at james and he's like don't care about anything you're and james is like I don't care about anything. (laughs) (laughs) Which, which makes me super angry that they couldn't have just done this back in the clearing. Mm -hmm. Avoided all this nightmare. Just make James feel embarrassed (laughs) about himself. Make him feel like his pants are down. Done. 
I don't realize Jasper can make you feel any feeling you want. He wants you to feel, and you just act based on that feeling because you don't realize it's coming from an external source. Well, especially somebody like James who doesn't know Jasper. Like, yeah, amazing. Yeah, so <laughs> I want to read this because it's funny. Jasper mangled and ferocious, eyes sharp and empty at the same time. Mm. Whoa, that could have been whiskers. To be it honest, could have been whiskers. Mangled and ferocious. Amazing. <laughs> he put he took his sleeves off before he walked. He's like boots on, sleeves off. Everything off, really. Kicks the door. Boots in. on, nothing else on. <laughs> All scars. All battle scars. You're right. You're okay. you're incredibly correct. Thank you. That's why Alice made him go through a separate door so he could put on his outfit. She handed him the boots and was like, you know what to do. (laughs) He just went to the back and was like, fine. Rips him off, sticks those on, walks in, hands on hips. He doesn't have anywhere to put his thumbs in, but they're in the right position. Think if he's wearing a holster. With the biggest belt buckle. He's got a holster with the Texas belt buckle, and he sticks his thumbs in that. Yes. It's the only thing he's wearing. Anybody out here want to make me a quick doodle <laughs> of this? I'll forever love you. Someone draw this, please. 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 I need it. Like, the state of Texas belt buckle could be big enough. You don't have to draw it's fine. any penises. We don't need to see. I mean. If you want it. I there, don't mind. Feel free. I don't mind. is this gonna be on a t-shirt i don't know we'll see we'll see okay anyway back to okay mangled ferocious eyes sharp and empty looking like some forgotten god or incarnation (laughs) 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 projecting an aura of pure violence and so james sees him and he's like "Mm." just completely stops naked cowboy well Mm -hmm. hello hi (laughs) I didn't notice him before. (laughs) Why, never have I ever. (laughs) Where'd you guys get him? (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so Emmett was very disappointed about this. And so Edward's like, maybe sometime I'll describe to Emmett how, like, big big he seemed in the clearing with his thunder steps. (laughs) He's like, I... I got to fix this. I got to tell him how big he was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He'll feel better when he knows how big he was. Yes. It's fine. <laughs> anyway. These bros are real good to each other. They're so cute. They're angels. Uh, Jasper is driving and Alice is in the passenger seat telling Jasper exactly what speed to go and what lane to be in, <laughs> which is exactly what I would like as a driver is someone to just tell me what to be doing so I can just like chill, you know? That can never be me. They're like, get in this lane. I'm like, Perfect. Thank you. I'm not only the worst navigator in the universe, I'm also the worst, like, pilot in the universe. You love a U-turn. I I excel at a U-turn. Mm-hmm. I have ruined cars from U-turns, to be honest. Uh, that's the only thing that, like, Siri is missing. She tells me my exit and when it's coming up, but she doesn't tell me the exact lane to be in. Mm. That would be a great thing for me as an anxious person mm-hmm. when I go somewhere new to be like, okay, this lane is the only lane that I need, and I can marry this lane, and it'll take care of me, you know? <laughs> anyway, okay, so Jasper also not breathing. He has the window down a little bit, though. <laughs> Which is fine because they're vampires, mm-hmm. but Bella can't just sit back there and sweat, you know. Yeah. Um, 
And Alice is only having Jasper drive a simple 67 miles per hour. <laughs> They're in a residential area of the and city. Edward, Edward's just like, I would be going much faster. But Alice says that Jasper could get us to the hospital faster than I could. So Jasper gets to do the driving. That's Whatever. because uh, Edward, his plan would have him like driving over medians and through front yards. And that would cause another freaking high speed chase. Mm-hmm. We can't do that right now. Well, you see, you know how usually they just have one of the floor garages for the feet out? He would have made everyone put their feet through that floor. He'd have been like, all right, everybody ready? It's a Cut team. chunk. Run. A team run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alice is like, you're stupid. No. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jasper's driving. <laughs> uh, so good call, Alice. And uh, although Alice was monitoring every facet of this drive, her mind was in a dozen different places, finding ways through the necessary errands in front of her, working through the consequences of every choice available. A few things she was sure of. So she gets out her phone and she calls Delta.com. <laughs> And she's like, Do I you need call this a one dot ticket. Com? Yeah. <laughs> she dialed D-E-L-T-A dot C-O-M send. <laughs> and I called them. And she's like, I need one ticket for this flight. Uh, and she knows that Emmett's going to be able to make this flight. And so she's like, okay, time to work through my day. I love this chapter so much. And um, Edward's just like, this is a good thing to think about instead of Bella dying in my lap. Super distracting. He thinks along with her and we get to see Alice work out her afternoon. And it goes like this. (laughs) First, Jasper is going to take Carlisle, Bella, and Edward to the hospital. And it's not the closest hospital to them, but Carlisle's like, this is where my friend works and he'll let me operate. Like, he'll tell whomever would not let me operate that I should operate. Yeah, he's seen Carlisle do the tiny stitches on the big arteries. Mm -hmm. He knows. Plus, this is a level one trauma center, so they have all the things that Carlisle would need to take the best care of Bella. So, um, (laughs) Edward's like, okay, because Carlisle's kind of nervous. He's like, we need to get there quick. And Edward's like, why did you choose the one that's farther away? But it's okay. He's like, I'm just, okay. Alice is like, be, look, be with me. Be in my eyes. And Edward's like, right. Okay, perfect. So she's like, look, Bella's happy and awake and smiling. And Edward's like, okay, but when is this? And she's like, well, two days, maybe three. And he's like, three days? And Carlisle's like, Edward... It's fine. She needs to recover. Humans need to sleep to get better. Uh It's fine. Let her sleep for a few days. It'll be fine. So we continue with Alice. And she's like, okay. When we roll up to the hospital, we're in a stolen car that's linked to another stolen car. And also a big car crash. And also there's cameras around the emergency (laughs) uh, entrance to the thing. But if we stop for another vehicle, uh, Carlos says we can't do that. So we're not going to do that. To be precise, a 27 car pile up. 27, yes. <laughs> uh, Emma is annoyed that Bella... Nope. Emma is annoyed that Edward and Alice are having like this conversation. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> stop it. Um, but she's also like, okay, so we can't just like go to the hospital in the stolen car. But also if we don't just go to the hospital in the stolen car and we like park far, far away, they're going to be like, why did you park far away? 
So it's like this whole problem, you know? <laughs> but it's okay. Alice sees that no one's going to question it. And also, if they did, I mean, she could hack into it, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But we need to get checked into a hotel because technically we should already be checked into a ho- hotel. But also, Carlisle wouldn't let me go to the hotel first because Bella needs blood. So... It's a tricky sitch, you guys. A I have faith sitch. in Alice, though. And Alice is like, okay, Bella lost a lot of blood, so I'm going to need a lot of blood. <laughs> so that's okay. He sees the vision of when he walks into the emergency place. What's that called? Emergency room? I guess. It's the ER. Uh-huh. When he walks into there and all the people see that he's just literally soaked head to toe in blood with like this person that's not moving, all eyes will be on Edward and Alice can just dee 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 sneak right on in, <laughs> go over to the blood place where the bags are stored, take a few extra, no big deal. Everything's going to be fine, but she needs... Uh, space in her pockets for all the blood. So she's like, hey, Emmett, I need your hoodie. And so he takes it off and he gives it to her. And he's he's like, like, it's fine. It's too small for me anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but she's very little. Mm-hmm. So it's like a dress on her. And Edward's <laughs> like, of course, even Alice could pull off a sweatshirt dress. You know? Uh, yeah. So then she has fixed that problem. She's back there getting the blood, putting all the blood pouches in the pocket. And she's like, oh, by the way, what's Bella's blood type? And so Carlyle tells her it's O positive. And Edward's like, I guess it's okay that Bella almost got squished by that van that one time. Because at least we know her blood type now. Oh my gosh. Why can't Edward taste different blood types, though, you know? Do different blood types taste different? I don't know. I would imagine there has to be some <laughs> difference in them. What is the difference? I have no idea what changes a blood cell from an O to an A. I don't know. It has to be the taste. Exactly. The flavor only. I do know, well, I've heard, this might not be true, but I've heard that mosquitoes like different different blood types better than other blood types. Yeah. I think it's just taste is the only difference. <laughs> that seems like a weird thing for our bodies to do. And they're like, when they're like trying to figure out old medical stuff, they're like, let's just put this person's blood in this person. And so they try, but then they die. And so they taste the blood and they're like, we mixed the flavors. <laughs> this is really gross. <laughs> I've never thought about like, but it is. There has to be a different, there's different something. Something's different. Something makes the mosquitoes know. Uh-huh. And the vampires. <laughs> so then i think you're right though he has to know that there's a difference he's tasted enough blood types you know anyway he blames it on the fact that carlisle saw bella in the hospital before but i know personally for an actual fact that is because he could taste the difference (laughs) okay Carlisle can just smell the difference. He's got a very refined palate. <laughs> he knows. He just whisks it around. Wafts. <laughs> Wafting. A whiffing scent. W- and he's like, whiffing. oh, positive. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> uh, okay. So then Edward's like, oh, by the way, don't take all of the O positive because Bella's going to need some. Oh, and then 
she rolls her eyes so hard that even I could feel her rolling her eyes because I was rolling my eyes that hard also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Edward. Yes. Jasper and Emmett are going to be waiting in the car while Alice is stealing half of the blood supply. <laughs> Who gives a fuck about any other O-positive emergencies? <laughs> Not Alice. They'll go somewhere else for that blood. <laughs> Uh, So they're going to be waiting in the car. So when she's done, she can just pop right out and they can leave. She is going to check them into a hotel that's close to the hospital, even though it's definitely not up to her personal standards. (laughs) She would never actually stay here, but it is convenient. Ew, a best Western? Ugh, (sighs) gross. (laughs) And Edward says it felt like watching in real time as she ran through the check-in because Alice knows this is going to be a very important part because there will be a witness involved. And so she has to get every detail correct here. So she sees herself walking into the lobby uh, with the long hoodie tied around her waist to look like a fashion statement, Edward says. She's got to like literally fold it in half and somehow wrap the... Mm -hmm. That's too much. Mm -hmm. Uh, The person who's working the desk is there by themselves. So Alice walks over and the lady looks at Alice and then doesn't really care. But then she looks at Alice and she's like, wow, beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Um, and she doesn't really notice that Alice isn't carrying anything, but she kind of notices that Alice isn't carrying anything. And so Alice is like, nope, rerun. <laughs> this lady is going to figure something out. Mm-hmm. Start over. So she's like, okay, where can I get something? Aha, when I'm at the hospital and I get the blood, there's this lady who's in one of the rooms and she has some stuff in a duffel bag and I am taking her stuff and her duffel bag. Rude. Uh Uh-huh. And so Alice runs through it again. She's in the lobby. She's not wearing a sweatshirt this time, but she is carrying the duffel bag over her shoulder. And so the woman does her double take and she doesn't question anything because there she has her luggage. And Alice is like, I would like two rooms, please. And she gives her her license and a credit card that has her name on it. And Alice is like, oh, my God, my brother Edward and my dear daddy Carlisle are just going to be here in a second. (laughs) They're just parking. And the woman's like, "Okay, clickety click, click, click. And Alice looks at her hand and she's like, it's bare. (laughs) I have no watch upon my wrist. How am I going to correct her time? So she's like, hey, Jasper, can I borrow your watch? And so he just like holds his hand out to her and she takes <laughs> it off, puts it on. Uh, it doesn't fit her. It's very loose. But Edward thinks maybe she could start a new loose watch trend. It's a bracelet. Mm-hmm. And so back in the vision, she's looking at her hand. Voila, it has a watch. And so she tells the woman... A different time. She says, it's only 10.50. Your clock is fast. And so the lady checking her in is like, oh, yes, of course. And so she fixes the time on the reservation. And Alice turns into a slight statue during the process here. Uh, But it's okay. The woman finishes getting her thing set up and she hands her her key cards. And uh uh-oh, they're on the first floor. So they got to rewind that vision. And as Alice is checking in, she's like, I'd like these rooms on the anything but the first floor, please. <laughs> Second floor, if you can. And she goes through it again. And when she gets her key cards, they are on the second floor. And that works great. So 
Alice goes into the rooms. She makes it looks like people have been in there. She puts on the do not disturb signs. And then she goes to another side of the hotel where there is stairs. And she's standing on those stairs. And she looks into a big pane of glass. (laughs) And no one's around. And so she's like, this will work great. So she dials Jasper and she says, sound the horn (laughs) for three seconds. And so outside, Jasper's like, (laughs) (laughs) and Alice does a simple somersault down the stairs. I love the bowling ball down the stairs (laughs) so much. Through the window onto the sidewalk, there's glass everywhere. Alice hurries and hides in the shadow, and she starts taking the blood out of her her pocket. It's just a spray. Uh, Flinging it about. (laughs) Uh, Two, some on the glass, some on the floor. She keeps one for later. Jasper stops honking. She calls him and says, pick me up. They pull around immediately. Alice goes into the car. Oh, and then Alice is like, okay, that part of the vision, check. Got it. Um, And she's thinking about how fun that part's going to be. And Edward's like, fun? (laughs) She's like, yes. So now she's thinking about the next part, which is the airport part. And how she's going to need to choose a white Suburban. And it really doesn't look like the car that they're driving, but it's big. And if someone says they saw a black car, but it was really a white car, no one's really going to care, you know? So she is taking the cayenne behind Jasper and Emmett who are in the new car and it's lucky it doesn't smell like Bella anymore and Alice is taking the one that they stole to get a car wash and she goes to deluxe detail and she gives the boy at the counter cash and she says my niece threw up a bunch of tomato juice uh please clean it yeah and so he does and it's perfect and so she waits for the car to be detailed and while she's doing that, she waits like 15 minutes and then she calls the hotel and she's like, oh my God, you're not going to believe this. My friend was visiting me. She literally fell down your stairs and through the window, there's glass everywhere. You better clean that up before someone gets hurt. <laughs> and so um, she sees that the person that she talked to is in fact going to go clean it up. <laughs> she's not going to call the police. She's going to call her manager and they're going to be like, yes, you should clean that up. <laughs> incredible um so when whoever is talking to them they'll be like oh yeah we cleaned up the scene for safety reasons and they'll just be like yes of course safety reasons here's That's the thing perfectly though fine. i've listened to enough true crime to know that this is exactly what happens because people are dumb they're but... like oh my gosh we have to clean this mess up before anything mm-hmm. <laughs> so she, the car gets detailed. Alice goes inside. Everything looks great, so that's fine. But then she does a sniff test, and she's like, definitely if anyone looked too hard, they'd see that <laughs> there was blood all up in here. But that's not going to happen, so it's no big deal. So then Jasper and Emmett follow her to a mall because she needs to put together some luggage. So she goes shopping for everybody, gets them all new outfits, buys everybody new luggage, but not matching luggage, different luggage. She's amazing. First of all, this is like, huh, this is my fondest dream to go to the Gap and have somebody buy me an enormous bag of clothing. Like, that's all I've ever wanted. And she buys each person an enormous bag of clothing. 
from the gap. I just, it's all I want. I just want a full gap wardrobe. She walked right past that khaki skirt section and was like, <laughs> not today. Not for you, Bella. <laughs> <laughs> but she makes sure that Emmett has a freaking awesome, like, t-shirt hoodie. Yeah. Good really grief. So Jasper helps her bring all the luggage and the clothes out to the rental car. And so she pulls all the tags off, fills up all the luggage, and then she chucks her bloody shoes into the garbage. <laughs> And she doesn't need to go through these again. Everything with the car and the shopping goes great. So then uh, Alice and Jasper take Emmett to the airport and drop him off. And he finally doesn't look ridiculous wearing a crop top hoodie. (laughs) He looks great in his Gap t-shirt hoodie. Mm -hmm. And they give the rental car back, I'm assuming. And then they go to get the car, Carlisle's car. And Jasper is driving Carlisle's car home. So he leaves. Bye. Bye. So now Alice, oh, here's what happens to the rental car. She has to empty all of the last blood bag into it. So it looks like Bella was laying there for a short car ride. Yeah, they have to pretend like this was the car they brought to the hospital in. Mm-hmm. And so she just pours it out and then she goes to like the place and she cleans it herself and does a really bad job (laughs) (laughs) and when she takes it back they're like okay but you owe us six hundred dollars for the blood sorry (laughs) Mm -hmm. um she makes sure that everything is gonna go smoothly with Emmett when he lands and she sees it's gonna be raining and that he's just gonna take a taxi to a ferry and he'll just hop into the water um he's gonna leave his suitcase though unfortunately and it'll just be 30 minutes until he can get home and then he can grab Bella's truck and drive it back to Phoenix but then she's like nope (laughs) that truck is not going to be fast enough Um, they're now currently four minutes away from getting to the hospital Bella's breathing everything's fine Alice makes a phone call to Rosalie don't call her (laughs) call Esme call Esme yeah uh, he, she calls Rosalie, and Rosalie answers, and she's like, what's happening? What did Emmett do? And Alice is like, nothing. Everything's fine. And she's like, well, where's the tracker? And Alice is like, she says the tracker is out of the picture instead of, we killed him. <laughs> Which is weird. Um, but Alice is like, please get a, a flatbed tow truck, put out, put Bella's truck on it, and she's drive like, it here. get one or buy one, whatever. Just get that truck down here. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Emmett will be there. And she's like, oh, Emmett will be here? What happened? Why am I bringing that ugly truck to you? <laughs> and Edward's like, why is she making Emmett fly all the way home just to bring the truck back? And then he's like, oh, because Rosalie won't just do it. She'll only do it if Emmett is there. Annoying. He hates her. Uh. She's the worst right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emmett wants to talk to Rosalie, but... He can't open his mouth because, you know, the blood. (laughs) (laughs) But Edward's like, it's so crazy how good these guys are actually doing. This is cool. They're amazing. Mm -hmm. Alice is like, just don't worry about it. Um, We're just taking care of some things. Emmett will fill you in when he gets there. Let Esme know that it's over, but to stay with Charlie. And Rosalie's like, she's coming for Charlie. Oh, because the redhead, you know, Mm -hmm. Victoria's Victoria. Out and about. And Alice is like, no, I don't know, but better safe than sorry. And she tells her to hurry. And Rosalie says, you're such a brat. And Alice <laughs> hangs up the phone. You want to see brat? Bitch. 
beep. <laughs> and Alice takes the time to think, well, Emmett will get to keep the clothes this way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the other way he was going to have to like get off the plane in Seattle and like go through the sound to get back to Forks mm-hmm. and just leave the bag of clothes on the shore or something. I was very sad about that too. Mm-hmm. But now Rosalie's meeting him at the airport so he'll get to keep the suitcase full of clothes. He's going to look so good so in cute. all those khaki clothes. <laughs> um, Emmett's like, cool, good. I get to be with Rosalie soon. Um, I'm definitely not going to tell her about that thing with Jasper's being naked. Whatever. <laughs> she doesn't need to know about that. No reason at all to mention the ridiculous thing with Jasper. <laughs> ridiculous indeed, Emmett. Now that we know what happened, I do ridiculous for sure. Yes. Entirely. Uh-huh. And so Alice is like, okay, perfect. Rosalie can either come or not come with the truck and Emmett. It's up to her. Whatever. Um, so then Emmett's like looking down at Bella and her broken leg in his lap and he goes a deep swell of fraternal affection and concerned wash over, washed over him. She's such a good kid. Rose is going to have to get over this. He thought to himself pronto. Oh, he's an angel. Mm-hmm. Alice is like, okay, my chores were good. We got the hospital, the suitcases, the bloody things. Is that everything? That's everything. And Edward's like, good job, Alice. And she smiles. (laughs) And they pull up to the emergency room. He, Jasper tries his best to avoid the camera. And Edward holds on to Bella just a little bit tighter. And he's ready to actually do all the things. Yep. So now they get to go do all that stuff that they just saw her do. (laughs) Uh (laughs) And see, see, Alice is a god. Yep. She is omniscient. In omnipotent, beautiful, mm-hmm. smart, omnioculars, funny. She's everything. Mm-hmm. She's everything I want to be. She's everything I want. She's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, really good, really good, cool stuff. Such a fun way to include more information about Alice and do a chapter. Can you not imagine? actually do it? I know. Can you imagine writing that? Must have been so fun. Because mm-hmm. like. You get to be like, oh, no, no, mm, got to go back, make a different decision. Da, da, da. Like, I love seeing the process happen. And the Edward was like, well, there's nothing I can do but sit here and hope that Bella doesn't die. So I may as well just see the process with her. Like, oh, I love every single thing about that chapter. Mm-hmm. Love it. Really cool. Very fun. It really does. Like, it's a nice little, like, take a deep breath and um, have a little tiny break before your heart just pounds and like falls out of your chest mm-hmm. Is that before your eyes have to come out of your face because you're crying so much exactly okay. yeah it's the calm before the storm well I'm gonna consider reading the next chapter before Sunday morning next week but think of what good episodes I do when I'm when it's fresh you know it's true when it's like a fresh and it's like I just cried for five hours and I'm gonna give it another two mm-hmm. for the epi mm-hmm. so we'll see we will we we will we will we will and we will we shwell sh- will also it was like it's a break for Edward before he loses his mind apparently oh yeah oh no <laughs> are you okay mm-hmm. oh. Mm. Okay. Mm. Well, I'm nervous. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> uh, 
message us if you have any thoughts or comments or ideas or anything you want to talk about. Mm -hmm. And remember, the god of war looks like a naked Jasper Cullen walking in with only boots. That's enough for me. Okay, you guys are wonderful. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. You've been remembering Twilight with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Twilight Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus episode, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can message us at RememberTwilightPodcast at gmail.com, send us a voice message on Anchor, or leave a review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for all this information and more. Thank you to Stephanie Meyer for sharing her dream and making ours come true.